0: Ten silent struggles that men face daily. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashpitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights so you can make your prior best your new baseline. Today's episode is a solo episode where I will be covering ten silent struggles that men face daily. And in other news, this podcast is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company, and they use most of their products every single day. So if you're interested, click the link in the show notes, scroll through all of their products, check out which ones might work for you and your fitness and wellness needs. Then once you get to check out, use code EVERYBODY for $10 off your entire order. Now, on to episode 206 of Something for Everybody. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something For Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashpitz, and today is a solo episode where I will be covering 10 silent struggles that men face daily. So let's get right into it. Number one, the pressure to be strong. From a young age, many men and boys are taught to suppress their emotions, being told phrases like, boys don't cry. This societal conditioning can make them feel that showing vulnerability is a sign of weakness. As a result, they often bottle up their emotions leading to increased stress and lots and lots of times mental health issues. That's why we see the suicide rate highest in males. And so we have this, as men, we have this internal drive to be strong. But in that same regard, we want to be supported and loved and cared for and appreciated for that strength and also we want to know we want you to know that that's not the only thing that we offer as men we're not this emotionless robot that only provides strength we are real human beings with tons of emotions that we want to explore we want to explore our vulnerabilities we maybe not want to share them with everyone all the time but we have to and want to come in touch with our emotions to just accept that we have them, that we do have a wide range of emotions. And if we're speaking about being vulnerable, it's just the combination of being courageous and truthful. And so that's really what vulnerability is. And so if we can be courageous to express some of what we're feeling and to be honest about those feelings, that in turn is vulnerability. And that in turn is strength. And it takes strength to do that. And so we do feel this internal pressure to be strong, which does cause us to have more mental health issues, more isolation, more stress, increased stress, especially when things aren't going well for us and the people around us. We feel even more pressure to lift everyone up and then we decide not to take care of ourselves out of isolation, out of being a burden, out of wanting to take anything, everything on ourselves. Again, there is this intrinsic nature in this beautiful masculine energy that presents as being strong and powerful and wanting to protect and provide. But there's also times where we do need help. We do need help from our friends, from our family, and we have to be courageous and brave enough to wanna share that, and that's very important. So number two falls right in line with that. All of these just sort of fall in line with each other, and you'll hear me sort of repeat myself throughout because there's some very important themes that men face daily that they usually don't express. That's why these are silent struggles. And if we can bring them out of darkness into the light, we can start to help boys and men flourish a little bit. And that's what I've done with a lot of episodes on this podcast, bringing on guests that are experts in the subject we can really talk about and have men flourish and have great well-being and deeply and heavily reduce the suicide rates in men and have them, you know, have action-oriented mental health plans and things of that nature. And so number two is this fear of failure. It goes right along with the pressure to be strong. We have this pressure to be strong. And then we have this deep, deep fear of failing everyone around us, of not being good enough, of letting everyone down, because we're putting the weight of the world on our shoulders and so we feel like we're gonna let everyone down and we're just a a worthless sack and we're gonna fail. And so society often places the burden of being everything on men. Um, This expectation can lead to immense fear of failure, both professionally and personally, but even more so professionally, because that's really where we have to provide and that's where a lot of people societally and culturally think that we have our value, just what we provide. But men have just as much intrinsic value as anyone there. We are remarkable creatures. Um, and we're, we're trying to share that with the world more than just these little pieces of of masculinity or manhood that we want to share. And the pressure to succeed Um, and provide can sometimes be very overwhelming, making it difficult for them or us, excuse me, to share insecurities, share that we're struggling at work or we're struggling at home and it's why we're lashing out or it's why we might be angry. We have trouble sharing those things, which is the vulnerability that we need to come to terms with, sharing with our partner or our friends or our family that we're feeling this way, that we might need help, um, that we're feeling overwhelmed at work, that we got fired or we're thinking about quitting our job and how are we still going to provide for our family and things of that nature that make, us stay in the job that we hate too long and then that bleeds over into our family life and now we are we're resentful and we hate these people and and it just turns into a messy situation Rather than, you know, trying to be upfront about it, asking for help from a spouse or a partner or a friend and saying, Here's what I'm struggling with. What are some action items that I can go about to try to alleviate this, to try to do better, to try and help myself and my family? And it starts with taking care of yourself emotionally, spiritually, physically, you know, mentally, all of those things, and then building support systems and having men's groups and, and talking to friends in that manner and, and being able to share and uplift one another and having those role models that you can see that are doing the thing you want to do and then go about and do it. And so, the, a lot of those things are very, very, very important. Number three, desire for affection. While men might not always show it, we crave affection, kind words, gestures of love, compliments. However, societal norms sometimes label these desires as quote-unquote unmanly, causing many men to keep their longing for affection a secret. Um, Yeah, i don't think that's that's unmanly at all like but a lot of men desire that affection desire those compliments um we desire them from the people we love the most whether that be our romantic partner or our friends um because we as men will go to the ends of earth for the people that we love the most but we just want to know that you care excuse me we just want to know that you see us that you appreciate it and and a compliment or kind gesture or just a little bit of love goes a long way, pushes us even more to take care of you, to take care of ourselves, to, to take care of everything. And that's in our intrinsic nature, but we have these other fears or these pressures that sometimes get to us and and you know having someone who is, is kind uh, and affectionate towards us um, really goes a long way. I, I love when you know my fiance's soon-to be wife does that for me and I want to do everything I possibly can to give her the best life that exists, the most fulfilling life uh, full of great experiences and love and joy. And she tells me all the time how much she appreciates that. And I'm willing to work a little extra harder for that so we can build a life for each other. And she's working hard in, in all these other domains as well. And so it's it's that partnership, but you know, affection and kind gestures go a long way. And we as men could share that with the people in our life as well, showing love. I've, I have this idea of of being the warrior poet, and that combines these things of of being these tough, capable, competent men, but also being about beauty and being about love and being able to express those things to the people you love the most, because you never know when you won't be able to ever again. So that's very important. Number four is the need for alone time. Men, like everyone, need to be themselves, uh, need time, for themselves, excuse me, to recharge and reflect. However, expressing this need can sometimes be misconstrued as a lack of interest in their partners or families, making it challenging for them to m- communicate this need effectively. Um, I think some men have an issue with this because they're not spending quality time as is with their partners and family. Now, if you prioritize as a man your family, your friends, your partners, and you prioritize that quality, real quality time, you get into this sense of of deep love with your kids or with your partner, then asking for and being granted that Time alone is much and it's a much easier request to say, hey, I'm just gonna go take myself to a movie or I'm gonna go have lunch with myself, or, you know, I need 30 minutes just to decompress from the day, or whatever the case may be, is that stuff makes more sense because we're we've been frequently open and honest about what we need and what we want with our partners and with our families. And so then expressing this need for alone time is not this sort of far-fetched thing. It doesn't seem like you're you don't care you don't want to be involved but you just need time to regroup reset and do the things to take care of yourself because you've emphasized this idea of deep love that you've emphasized this idea of quality time with people you're there in present moment with these people and if you emphasize that and prioritize that then scheduling in and negotiating time for yourself is much easier because You have a good harmony between quality time with the people you love and being able to recharge your batteries with time alone or meditation or going on a walk or going to the gym and and it's centered around you know, deeply taking care of yourself so you can be better for the people around you and better for yourself. But you've also prioritized this quality time, which is extremely important. So if you can put those two together, um, that's a big win. And the needs and wants you express by being vulnerable with your partner are taken more kindly and more lovingly because you express those needs more often, not you storm into the house. You say, I need some alone time. That's not gonna work, right? Because it's not expressing that in a kind way. You've also haven't built up to that. There's no rapport there. Um, So you have to do both of those things. And then your partner can also get alone time because it's good for anyone to spend time alone. How do we get to know ourselves? We spend time alone. How do we get to know our partners? We spend time together. But each of those things has to be quality time, real, present, locked in time. And that's what's very important there. Okay, here we go. Number five, this one's a big one, I think, at least it was, it is currently for me, um, struggles with body image. The media often portrays an ideal male physique, um, leading for many men to feel insecure about their bodies. For From concerns about muscle mass to hair loss, men face a, a myriad of body image issues, but many find it hard to discuss them due to societal stigmas. Um, yeah, I've, I've had body dysmorphia for a very, very long time. Um, you know, because I used to be very small and I got made fun of for being very small. Then I got into the gym and I got sort of jacked and big um, and that helped my confidence, but it was sort of this like pseudo pretend confidence because I was just like bigger than everyone else. And then I became a professional wrestler where we're getting objectified by fans. I mean, that's our choice, but it's still hard when someone says, Why is this there? Why do you have that? It looks like you gained some weight, blah, 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 blah. And then you look in the mirror and you feel icky and gross and fat and blah, and because you didn't eat well or this and, this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then you still have to go in front of, you know, a crowd of, 200,000, 5,000, 20,000 people and perform even though feeling this way. And so we have these struggles with body image. And masculinity uh, can be sometimes defined through physical strength. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think men should be strong and capable and confident men. I think men should be in the gym using their bodies, using their hands to grow their strength, their confidence, their competence, their capabilities, You know, their capacity for toughness, their capacity for violence. But it's not all we are. We're much more dynamic than that. Um, And we do struggle with some of the same images that we look at in the mirror. We're not good enough, we're not strong enough, we're not fit enough, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and so we need to just uplift one another men and women alike need to uplift each other and treat our bodies like these temples that they actually are. And that's that we're in constant progress. We're in constant work in progress. We're, we're a, a beautiful piece of art. That's a work in progress. And we're constantly just trying to do the best we can. We're trying to eat well, move well, sleep well, and think well. And that allows us to have a more realistic view of how we feel we look and our body image and so just to say all that to say men do struggle with our body image we really do um it's a lot internal Um, the most supportive people that i know in the gym are other dudes telling me that i look great And I fucking love that. Makes me feel awesome because if another man appreciates another man's body, it's so cool because we know how much work it takes to get there, to have, you know, big arms or a big chest or to be able to bench 300 pounds or bench 400 pounds or whatever the number is, right? We know how hard it is diligent, persistent effort in the gym every single day. And so when another dude just appreciates you, it's fucking cool. And that camaraderie is so cool. Just, that sense of, you know, friendship or oneness or closeness with another man is so cool and powerful, and so um, that's how we start to deal with that type of stuff. Six, emotional depth. Men have deep emotional lives. Let me say that again. Men have deep emotional lives. However, the stereotype is that men should be stoic and reserved Uh, This can prevent them from sharing their true feelings, leading to misunderstandings and feelings of isolation. There is a time for both. There is a time for both. There is a time for stoicism, and there is a time for expressing our wants and needs. And we as men have to be capable of having that emotional range to be able to toggle between both. Sometimes, yes, you have to be stoic. You have to be. You have to be, like Jordan Peterson talks about, you have to be the strong man at your father's funeral you have to be the one that's capable of giving the eulogy, of talking to people, of setting things up, right? But that doesn't mean there's not a space and time for you to to cry, to grieve to express your love. There is space and time for that. That's why you have to be able to have this emotional range, and we do have the depth, we do have the capability to express this emotional range, but we have to pick the appropriate moments to express those things. Sometimes it's stoicism when we need to be strong and tough for our family or our kids to show that everything's gonna be okay because we know it's gonna be okay, because we have faith in that, we have optimism in that, but that sometimes we need to ask for help and show that we're scared or we're fearful. We're still gonna move forward because of it, doesn't hold us back, we just get more brave but we do express and feel those emotions just like any other person in the world. And being able to show that and tell that to young boys, say you're gonna feel these things. Yes, you're gonna feel scared and overwhelmed, but what you do about it, the action you take next is how you handle those things, whether it's expressing it to a friend, whether it's journaling it out, whether it's going to do something with your hands, whether it's moving, whether it's trying to find a solution to the problem that's making you feel this way, whether it's getting to the root cause of why you might be overwhelmed, anxious, or whether it's inside of your control or outside of your control, right? So there's a time for stoicism, but there's also a time to have this emotional range and be better, have better emotional vocabulary to express your wants and your needs. And so there's a range. We have a dynamic range as men that we're capable of doing. We just have to Understand that and be able to possess those things inside of ourselves to be the warrior poet or the Jedi or you know whatever healthy version of masculinity that you identify with. That's what we can be, and we have to embody those traits so people around us can embody those traits. So we can be a role model, a coach, a leader, a father to the young people around us, so then they can um, express those those traits: the the competent, confident, capable, compassionate, caring people that we want to. Um, build up, especially our young boys. Number seven, the challenge of fatherhood. Becoming a father is a joyous occasion, but also brings fear about being a good parent and provider and role model. Um, Men might struggle with expressing these fears, worried that they might be perceived as inadequate. This goes sort of to the top two, which is the pressure of being strong and the fear of failure, like becoming a father sort of makes all of those things very, very real. Because being a father is one of the, if the not most important things we'll do as men, just like being a mom and, and raising a a child, as a mother and a father together, is the most important thing you can do in your life. Not saying it's the only thing that brings you purpose, and joy, and fulfillment. I'm not a father yet, um, but I have tons of purpose, joy, and fulfillment in my life. It's just another added layer of purpose, joy, and fulfillment. And it also gives you—it's te- the biggest test. Are you really about the core values that you think you're about? Am I really about them? How can I then embody them when things are going rough, where things are bad? I have to wake up at three in the morning. I have to do all these things. I have to feed another mouth. I have to feed two more mouths. Like, am I really about it? Now we're in the trenches. Now we got to go to work and now we got to do these things. But I built up a reputation in myself that I am this person. And so having that reputation of self-worth and self-love and self-esteem and confidence built in yourself, you know, will not decrease the the pressures of being a father, but will give you the undeniable, um, undeniable stack of proof that you can do this, that you can be a father you can fulfill this uh, archetypal role of being a role model and a father and a coach and a leader um yes it will come with all sorts of things of you know my my buddy uh david bodson who i do the champion uh, champions adjust podcast with you know is a new father and i see him struggling um with it but i also see him with lots of joy and fulfillment in his eyes of seeing his son do these different things, but he's tired and he's exhausted, but he's putting in the work day to day, he's putting in the work, he's putting in the work with his wife, they're doing it together, trying to raise the best kid they can, and, and that's the beauty of it all. Um, and so, you know, we gotta go for it, we gotta go for it, because life is is gonna be hard either way, so might as well choose our heart, and and I think being a father, a father, a father and a mother is, is, uh, is a beautiful thing um, to bring into this world, and so, Yeah, take on that challenge, right? Obstacles make me stronger. Take on that challenge and and go forth and and see what you're all about because I think it's a beautiful thing. Number eight, this one's really important, one I learned from from being in sports, but friendships with other men. Um, That's number eight. Expressing affection in male friendships can be challenging due to fears of being misunderstood or labeled. As a result, many men might hold back from forming deep, meaningful connections with their male peers. That's why I think Friendships are very, very important when it comes to male mental health and male psyche. That's why men's groups are really important. That's why sports are really important. Because the way you build men's relationships or men's friendships is you don't just sit around and like have coffee. That's not a first meeting. Eventually, yeah, we'll sit around, have coffee, have dinner, have food, you know, share our families, all that stuff. But the way you build it is, you get in the trenches with other men. You do some sort of sport or fitness or journey or group or class or whatever it is to get in the trenches with these dudes, and then you have this this respect for them for doing this hard thing, and then you build a friendship from there. There's more honesty that can come from that. There's more relationships that can come from that. That's why you know playing sports as young men and and doing hard things and choosing your 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 suffering, um, not the suffering that's unchosen, but the, the the chosen suffering, like going out and doing hard things, that allows you to build strong relationships with your. Uh, male counterparts. That's why my best friends in the whole wide world, who would be standing up there at my wedding, are the guys I played baseball with because we were in the trenches together. Four years, three years, two years, whatever the the time length is, we were doing it. We were going to class, practice, all of this stuff, like trying to do the best we could to manage our time and and girls and drinking and playing and sports and all this stuff, and we're trying to do it together. And we just built bonds that we know we had each other's back when we're backs against the wall, when we fell down, when things were hard. We knew we had brothers there to pick us up, and that's the friendships that we need these long-lasting hard like tangible beautiful cooperative relationships and they're built through doing hard things together. And so if you're a man looking for those deeper friendships, go do some hard stuff. Like sign up for a class, sign up for a fitness competition, sign up for a sports team. And you you see how quickly you can build those beautiful relationships. And I'm not thinking about being friends with every single person on the team, but finding those one or two or three people that you really connect with and and then ultimately having respect and and honor for every single person. It's like doing jujitsu. Everyone honors and respects each other. I'm not best friends with everyone in the, in the jiu-jitsu club, but I have respect and love for them because they're choosing to do a hard thing voluntarily. And so that's really how we can build these beautiful friendships as men. And we need other men to talk to, to express, to bounce ideas off of, to pick us up when we're down, to ask for help, to say I'm struggling. And so we can be the best fathers, coaches, leaders, husbands that we can be in the world for the people that we love the most, which include our friendships. I absolutely love my friends. I would do anything for them. They're, they're my brothers, my soulmates. Um, and so that's really important for us to build as men. Number nine, this falls in line with that is just seeking help, right? Uh, that's a, that's a silent battle we go through every day is whether or not we should, we're allowed to seek help. Um, admitting the need for help, whether emotional, physical can see, be seen as a sign of weakness. Um, This perception can deter many men from seeking the support they need, exacerbating their struggles, especially when it comes to our mental health. And so there's been a lot of rhetoric around this, but seeking help just means finding someone that you can express what's going on to, right? That's why men's groups, again, are so important. The way you build friendships allows you then to ask for help when you need it. Like you're struggling, you're low on bills, or you need money, or you need someone just to bounce ideas off of, you need someone to hang out with. If you've built these really strong relationships through doing hard things with your friends, then asking for help um, isn't as hard as it seems. And then they could lead you to the right resources. Maybe they saw this person or this person or this person. And then when it comes to our mental health and men's mental health, which is much different than treating women's mental health, we need action. We need action-oriented items that will move us closer to feeling moving better in regards to our mental health. And that has, and it boils down to really how we eat, how we move, how we sleep and how we think. And if we have an action item for each of those things, then we're going to be able to improve our mental health. And then the next time we feel this way, we're going to know what to do. We're also going to feel much more comfortable asking for help, knowing that's not a sign of weakness, but a sign of me just trying to become the best version of me, which is always a sign of strength. I'm just trying to be the best at getting better. And that's something that men can really grasp onto, especially through a sports lens, that I'm never going to be there there, I'm never going to be the best in the world at something, but I can be the best at getting better. I can be the best at being a husband, a father, and a friend, and that's how I eat, move, sleep, and think, and that's how I ask for help and things like that, and, and being able to express those needs and wants and those vulnerabilities and sort of smashing whatever sort of stigma there is, but but circling in a, in a real masculine way that, that men actually can understand as an intrinsic to their nature. And then number 10 is expressing love. I love to express love. I love to express love. While they might not always say it, men have their unique ways of expressing love and care. However, societal expectations about men, quote unquote, should express love, make it hard for them to communicate their feelings openly. Let go of that. Express the love, baby. Express it. That's the warrior poet, right? The poet is beautiful with his words and he sees beauty, he acknowledges beauty, he expresses love. Like you have to tell the people in your life that you love them over and over and over and over and over again. If you appreciate someone, tell them. If they did something great for you, tell them. If you love them, tell them. Don't be afraid to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's so fucking manly to express love. So fucking manly. It's so human to express love, like it's the beauty of this life, like it's about friendships and about love and about creating connections and genuine connections and the way we express that is by telling people that we appreciate them, that we love them as often, as frequently as possible, because again, you're never gonna know when you're not gonna get that chance to again, so why not tell them right now? Why not get into deep love with our kids, with our friends, with our family, with our partners? Deep love, a real commitment to quality time with the people that we love, being present in the moment, being where our feet are, expressing how much we Care and how much we love this moment or how much we appreciate this person or these times or these experiences and expressing that love in an undeniable, passionate, honest way. That's, that's manly. That's strong to me. That's intrinsically masculine and strong to me is being able to express undeniable, deep gratitude and love for the people in our life. So that's 10 silent battles and some things that I think about um, on the struggles that men, we, I face daily. And it's just important to recognize those things to hopefully we can um, have a different view, a broader view and understanding of those so we can encourage and uplift the, the men in our lives. And so thank you for your time and attention. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to that episode. What idea stood out to you the most? What idea resonated with you most deeply? And if you enjoyed that episode, please share with a friend. Because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. And don't forget to leave us a rating or review on Spotify, Apple, or even on Good Pods. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is through Patreon. By becoming a supporter via Patreon, you are directly supporting me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit called You Are Loved. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others. And I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.